And good morning, everybody, and welcome to NPC, only on 1280 AM. I know. I'm, and I'm Lee Thompson, and across from me is... I'm Andrew Dodd. Good morning, Lee. Yeah. How are you doing today? Hey, I am doing great. So, uh, did you happen to notice in the world of politically, or not politically correct, I should say, how many new places are now carrying our streaming feed? I've noticed. We have got, I think we're up to nine or ten places yeah. now that are that you can listen to us as a podcast after after the show's long gone. If you're a truck driver at two in the morning, you want to listen to us? I mean, I wouldn't listen to us at two in the morning, but if you wanted to, you could listen to us at two in the morning. So check out our Facebook page, which is Not Politically Correct Radio on Facebook. You can find us on there. We put news articles and different stuff on the page throughout the day. And then you can also find the different spots where you can listen to any of our episodes that we've done before. You click on the episode and it'll take you to that particular episode. But you can also go back, and if you want to hear episode one, you can listen to episode one. But they have missed previous three years. Well, they We don't have those on file to actually podcast. You know, that is true. <laughs> Unfortunately, you only have the podcasted version since I joined this party. Because, know. you know, I thought it'd be fun. Yeah. Why not? All right, so what do we got, Lee? Wow. Has it been a week? It has been an amazing week. You know, on Thursday was the 8th year anniversary of me make wednesday was the anniversary of the joplin tornado yes it was on thursday i'm out running my business and everything and i just got over had to pull off the side of the road because i was overwhelmed saying i need to go to joplin didn't know what i was going to do <laughs> or whatever i just knew i had to go yeah and i loaded up my barbecue pit got donations ordered stuff and I took off, I think I had $5,000 worth of food. I'm gonna, I'll cook until I run out of food. All right. On the way down, I get a phone call. How, you know, and this, this goes to a question is, how did they get my cell phone number in the first place? But they got my cell phone number. I get a phone call. Yeah. Show up to this address. Okay. Okay, who is this? Uh, don't worry about it. Just, this is the address you need to be going to. We heard you're on your way to Joplin. Okay. okay. All right. I pulled in. There was maybe 10, 15 competition teams sitting on this parking lot, pitching up their tents, smokers all over the place and everything. No rhyme, no reason. We just all knew we had to go to Joplin <laughs> and do something. Very cool. That has turned into one of the biggest relief organizations in the United States. Really? When there's a disaster, it's called OBR or Operation Barbecue. I did not know that. And um, the, I get, I named us down there. At yeah. The time, and everybody thought it was crazy. But the original ones are the masters of disaster. Up, oh, yeah. Termites. We got some serious termites in the studio. We, we apologize for that. Yeah. Yeah. So we're going to speak a little louder as we get around the termites. <laughs> but uh, the whole thing is, it's a great organization. And I know we have great listeners. Wow. They are doing deployments, two, possibly three. And I'm waiting just to get my orders, and I'm rolling out as soon as I get my orders. Nice. But uh, they're going to definitely be in Jeff City. It looks like they're going to Golden, and I think there may be one more. Wow. Yet. But the thing is, they, they roll in, and if you want to see guys that can th- turn out a ton of food— <laughs> The, the, these guys are amazing. 
Wow. I mean, that, this, I, I didn't even know that was a thing, Lee. Uh, I, I had no our, idea. The organization has served almost 3 million meals to date oh. in eight years. Wow. Since they've been formed. That's, wow. I mean, they went to Moore, Oklahoma. That's where, you know, Glenn Beck was talking about the guys they're cooking. Glenn yeah, I, I remember okay. that. That That's OBR. And uh, any money you can send them, people. We'll, uh, we'll really help them. It's, uh, we'll put it on yeah, the Facebook I'll, Yeah, page, we'll put it on there, a link. It's, yeah, it's Operation Barbecue. They have a Facebook page you can donate through. They have a website. And wow. if you think you can handle the rigors and the stress of going into a disaster area, uh, Joplin affected me. Yeah. Uh, I didn't want to get anywhere. I used to want to chase storms. And after Joplin, I didn't want to get near a storm after seeing that. It, smell. But the smell is what I still remember. Yeah. It was, it's the weirdest smell after a major tornado, especially the one in Joplin. You smelled all, all the smell was attics and stuff you smelled of mm-hmm. the houses that were destroyed. It was just, you know, it, but it's no, a very no, odd no smell. No birds, no crickets, no nothing. Really? Yeah. The bugs, you heard nothing. It was pitch silent. For days. Now. Wow. That uh, so that that yeah that, that is our little brief. Yeah, definitely, people. If you want to uh, do something to help out Operation Barbecue, I will put the link on our Facebook page. There's definitely some areas that have been heavily affected. So if you've got a few extra bucks you can throw, then we would. Uh, you know, it's a good cause. Yeah. Did you see the pictures of the Capitol? It took a direct hit. I saw that. You know. That was. You know. I don't think it is, you know, considering it's a limestone building, it didn't take a lot of damage. Right. Big hunks of limestone. <laughs> but so the apartment buildings, I mean, there there was a, was a Sonic there. And there's not really a Sonic there yeah, now. I think there's I, a signpost. You know, I've eaten there many times. The bowling alley, I used to go up to the state championships to all the time. Yeah. I had the walls blown out of it. I mean. It, uh, it, it was certainly a, it's unusual. I guess it's not that unusual, but. To see tornadoes of that magnitude with that much surface area that they're actually covering, and then when they actually hit in a major metropolitan area like that, the damage is unbelievable. You know, there's massive tornadoes that go on every day across the country, but for the most part, they take place in the middle of nowhere yeah, land, in the Oklahoma. Of a or something. Yeah. And yeah, they're devastating to the farmer, but it's not like when one lands That's in why a metropolitan Exactly. But it's not like when they land in a major metropolitan area, they can be absolutely devastating. If you haven't seen, we are talking about Jefferson City, Missouri. In Golden, the dam- Missouri had three deaths. Golden did. Apparently. You know, and Golden doesn't take much to wipe out the town of Golden. No, no, it doesn't. There's not a lot there. I was, uh, this, this sounds how it sounds, but I was surprised that as of when I was reading the articles a little bit ago, no confirmed deaths in um, Jeff City, in yeah. Jeff City, which, in terms of tornado damage, is fairly amazing. Yeah, uh, in reality, you know, I, I don't know if they've totally confirmed it yet, but pretty much a solid F three, hundred sixty mile an hour winds. You know, that's, that'll relocate your house in a heartbeat. No question. Yeah. Now. We've done the politically correct side of this. Yes, which, we have. You know, this is a politically incorrect show. Now I'm going to talk about what happened in Joplin. Hmm. All of us were heading there. Mm-hmm. Safeway Foods had donated five tractor trailer loads of food to this ragtag bunch of cooks that were just going to show up. <laughs> and you know what happened? What happened? Under 
armed guards, Homeland Security stopped the convoy, seized the trucks, and took the trucks and unloaded them and gave everything to the Red Cross. Why would they do that? Because they felt the Red Cross would be more prepared to do it. Three days later, the Red Cross showed up with all the perishables that they couldn't cook and asked us if we'd cook them. This is the Obama administration. So Seize private property, yes. give it to a public organization okay. that can't, is not even prepared. The Red Cross people does not have kitchens. The Red no. Cross requires... Re- relies on churches and stuff to cook of course for them. yeah i i guess I, all Why right did they take our food well i have tractor trailers i'm seeing multiple problems here so first of all i'm seeing a public organization like the american red cross which, which gets federal it's, money i hate to tell you it, this people it, they turn it it, after a disaster if it's a federal disaster declaration on it they turn in a bill the federal government and get reimbursed even if it was donated yes if you're going to donate money to them you have to designate for a specific disaster. If you give it to them, it goes into general funds so they can pay their CEO over a million dollars a year. Somehow I knew you would have all kinds of background on that, Lee. Yeah. I just knew it was coming. I do find it rather interesting that private property was seized by a government agency and then turned around and given to a public agency. With weapons. That's, um... I'm pretty sure that... I think if you really would dig into that, we could find some laws broken. But the thing is, of Joplin, mm. was privately the, the donations were privately secured. What gives the government to take private property from a private group? Nothing. Absolutely nothing. First thing. It's second. The group they give it to comes back and asks us to prepare it right before it goes bad. To give a better one, I was. Uh, Doing reports from Joplin for uh, 97.1. Mm-hmm. And uh, we had a tractor trailer load of stuff come to us. Obama decided he was going to come in while we were still in the middle of disaster recovery to tour the area. Uh, of course he was. They locked the place down, made us basically shut down. And we couldn't even unload a tractor trailer or perishables that came in. We lost it. And this, friends, is the legacy known as the Obama administration. The federal government needs to lend support. They need to stay the hell out of the way of the public. We can take care of our own better, and we prove it day in and day out. Every day. Our churches, our community groups, we take better care of our own communities than the federal government will ever be to do, and we do it for a third of the cost, if not less. (laughs) That we is, do a better job with it. Of course. Give us the money. Send us five tractor trailer loads and watch us feed the masses. Right. Right. That's that's the difference when you're... We won't walk on water, but we'll sure feed the masses. <laughs> Very goodly. It's what happens anytime you involve government in something. Because in reality, this is what this is what I've seen in years of doing flood disasters and all kinds of other things. People of a region or people, you know, from different areas coming to your region will help you much greater than the federal government ever can. You have, here's the thing, you think about a, uh, a grocery store, let's take uh, like Hickman's IGA. Okay. It's called Hickman's IGA. There is a man who physically owns that company. Yep. 
And if he thinks, man, those people are really messed up, what? you know what? Load up some tractor trailers. I promise you he can get you that food twice as quick as any federal government possibly can. No he can have it there. It's set up. It's cooking because you guys are there to cook it or whoever's there to cook it. People are there to receive it. This is why you need to pull government back out of a lot of these things because what we find is for as much as on not politically correct, we talk about the dark side of humanity. Humanity does have a bright side. Well, we'll get uh, the dark later when we oh, talk we, about Nancy. Oh, but, oh we, we really will. But the light side is, for the most part, in America, when we see a major disaster, if we have the ability to help them, we do. For the most part, if you look at different things that, that happen during whatever the, the disaster happens to be, what we find is a lot of Americans who have the ability to do. And that is... That's what separates us, realistically, from a lot of other places. But what makes it difficult is the over, for lack of a better term, overbearing government that we have to deal with. Because we've proven time and time again we're more than capable of taking care of ourselves, and we certainly don't need anything from anyone. Now, this is an exact quote for one of the front men before Obama got into town. Yeah, yeah. You all stay on this parking lot. We will not, the convoy will not come by here. We do not need the American people to know that the citizens are here taking care of their fellow citizens. Exact quote. Hmm. So that would be maybe considered an attempt to make the federal government appear far more together and far more powerful than they actually are. Well, you know, Obama was supposed to be able to walk on water. He never t- saw it. But. You know, I actually believe that his followers and him actually believed himself to be the God King in, in all reality. You know, and as we, as we find out more and more little things that took place during that administration, we begin to see what the actual bad side of all of it was. And in reality, the bad outweighs the good by tenfold. There's no question about it. I can't think of a positive thing that came out of the Obama administration, can you? Well. I mean, other than I, the day he left office. Yeah. You know, there was two great days. The day he went in, the day he left. Because he didn't sign any laws the day he went in. He didn't sign any. <laughs> That's true. You know, there was two great days. Uh, the yeah. thing is, I had to roll into that to kind of get to where we're coming next. Uh, how much time we got? We have one minute. Oh, one minute. Well, then I'm going to have to hold on that. We're going to finish, folks. Well, that's fine. If you if you want to help, yeah, don't give it to the Red Cross. Give it to the Salvation Army. The money will get to the disaster. Yep. Give it to OBR. Definitely. You know, and OBR is my heart. But sure. we, we work with uh, the Salvation Army like you won't believe. We served, I forgot what it was in Joplin, in seven days, 125,000 meals. <laughs> Good grief. Let me tell you, that group of ragtag people was from Texas, Arkansas, Mississippi. Like I said, there was no rhyme or reason. Right. It was just a bunch of group, And I knew a lot of these guys. Never didn't know them well, but today they're all very good friends. And uh, find the uh, the OBR information. I'm going to put it on the uh, not politically correct radio Facebook page. Go on there, and if you got a couple bucks, see Actually, if you can. It's already up there. You already did that. Yeah. Oh, did I? Okay. 
Well, there you go. Yeah. It's already up there. So yeah. it's. Uh, I guess I already did that. Yeah, you weren't paying attention. Oh, right? I know. This is 1280 KYRO. This is not politically correct. And we will be back right after these. And we're back. And we're glad to have you back to NPC, Not Politically Correct Radio, on 1280 AM. Now, Andrew. Yes, sir. Let's continue this. We're going to leave right. the storm alone. We're going to quit picking on the Trump administration. Trump? Not. Or not, no, we're not going to pick what? on the Trump what? administration. We're not going to pick on the Oh, Obama okay. Just, yeah, all right. Yeah, we're done picking we're gonna, on We're going to compare what's going on between the two right now. All right. I can, I can go for that. There was no way you could get a investigator like Mueller convened during the Obama year. Definitely not. You know, there should have been one on Fast and Furious. Probably should have been one for Uranium One. Oh. Probably should have, you know. Let's go down the list. You know, there probably should have been three or four special counsels. Definitely. But yet, you couldn't get them. The Republicans didn't run around and make up lies about Obama that he was unstable. As Nancy walks out of a meeting, there appears to have been 20 other people in the room that all said Trump walked in very calm, collectively, but forcefully told her, as long as you're investigating, there will be no legislation moved forward. Seems he said, reasonable. It's, it's already, you know, we've already spent $30 million. It's been investigated out. I cooperated. Why go on? Right. You know, why wasn't Fast and Furious investigated? Fast and Furious was a nightmare of a, pro- of a, it was a terrible project. I mean, even if you write it out on paper and look at it, you and I can look at it and go, there's no way this can possibly work. And there's no way this comes out good. <laughs> no. Yeah, we, we ended up with no. a dead uh, border agent. We did. Not yeah. to mention one of those guns from Fast and the Furious. If you remember this story, ended up in the Paris shooting. Yeah. Remember, if you remember, there was yep. the big shooting in Paris, yep. hundreds dead. This, this gun is still, the, the guns from this right. are still surfacing now, elsewhere. Now, let's look at that, though. These guns supposedly went to Mexican cartels to be able to track them. However, now you're finding guns show up in a group with Islamo-Nazis. That tells me that those two groups have worked together. Yeah. Cartel doesn't just give you guns. There's an ulterior motive. Now, let's look at this logically. What comes from those countries predominantly? Opium. Yeah. All right. What, what comes w- from opium? Hmm. I don't know. What, what was that again? Uh, uh, uh. Heroin. Yeah, oh, that's yeah. it. Yeah. And what is it that the cartels do? They sell heroin. Oh. So do you think you might have traded some guns for... Yeah. Absolutely. You know... There was an instance, uh, actually two instances of those guns ending up in the middle of the country, too. One was in Chicago and one was in uh, yes, St. There Louis, were. both involved in major drug deals. Yeah, interesting. Now, now let's think about that. Gee, uh, the guns were never supposed to come back. They were supposed to be used and traced and followed. Oh, remember, they were GPS tracked. Now, let's be honest here. Yeah. How long do you think it took them to tear the guns apart and make sure there was nothing in them? Well, let's be honest. The only feasible place you could hide a GPS tracker on a rifle is in the stock. Is in the stock. Well, let's be honest about that. First time pull the trigger, it's not going to work anymore. Exactly. That's kind of where <laughs> yeah, I'm at the, with Yeah, that. The, they're not going to work. No, there's no way. The, no, you would have to have space age GPS to be able to handle the recoil. It, it would destroy them. Yeah. No question. Okay, so you've got Fast and the Furious. Wasn't investigated. Crazy, uh, oh, what was his name? He's now the, d- the head of the Department of Justice in California. Eric Holder. Yeah. 
former member of the terrorism group Weather Underground. Yeah, how did he even get a cabinet position at that factory? Well, Bill De Blasio. You know, it was seen what's come out on him lately. You yeah, know, you know, his links to terrorism and socialism and everything. Big di- big time. Yeah. Now we move on to Uranium One. Well, Uranium One certainly should have been investigated. Yeah. Now, here's the thing. There's nothing wrong, really, with selling uranium to an ally nation. And technically speaking, Russia is an ally nation. Okay. Despite how it wants to be spun by the media, Russia is an ally nation. If there was actually, here's the story I always like to point out on 9 11. Do you remember this? You know yes. where I'm going. Vladimir Putin called President Bush and said, I have scrambled planes, and they're, they're probably going to cross into U.S. airspace on, on your side, which is going to be Hawaii. Not Hawaii. Alaska. I'm sorry. Alaska. Yeah, they came on over and, the Aleutians. And down your coast. We are watching for more aircraft for a further attack. Now, let me ask you a question, Lee. Does your friend take a punch for you if he's not your friend? No, no, he doesn't. You need to remember those things that happen, not what the media spends rush as. So reasonably speaking, if you want to sell uranium to an ally, there's no—that's fine. You yeah. can do that. Well, you can sell it to an enemy. You can. However— You don't sell half your reserves. And then your charitable foundation gets a massive cash influx. Right. Now, if you're talking about the U.S. Mil- or U.S. government sells something, then it would come into the general revenue, et cetera, et cetera. Right. Or the DOE would take it, whatever. But it's not going to be a back channel where all this money gets dumped into your secret yeah. little slush fund that you've had for years. Was there an investigation into that? No. No, no, nobody, nobody touched it, not even, not even a little bit. And the media didn't even get near it. No, nobody touched it. Now. The next one we need to discuss. Oh, yeah. Hillary's email. Oh, my gosh. You know, the Republicans asked for a special investigator. They asked for special counsel. They yep. asked for everything, and they were blocked all the time. Right. Then the media said there's just there's nothing here. The media was running cover. The media, the problem is there is no free speech in the media. No, the there media is not. Anymore. It is all propaganda one way or the other. It is. You know, Fox is probably... Fairly neutral, they're do, they're neutral doing, to to the right. Yeah, yeah, they do still push the Republican era. And I'm going to say something, folks, and you may think I'm crazy, but if you really want to find out what's going on in the United States without a twist, BBC, yeah, CBC, mm-hmm. the Canadian Broadcasting, yeah, or Al Jazeera. Al Jazeera has Jazeera, surprisingly good news. They actually will give you what's going on. Yeah. That, You'll find out what Trump's doing is what's upsetting the Middle East. You'll find out what's really upsetting them instead right. of what instead they want. Instead of to what the spin is on it, yeah. which is what we face now in almost all modern broadcasting. Yeah. Be it any variety, you can read a news article on any of your top search engines, and they're always slanted so far left it's not even funny. Most of the time, you'll find the information is completely infactual. It's, you know, I remember being in college and I had some friends that were all journalism majors. Correct me if I'm wrongly, but that's not even a profession now. You may no. want to find somebody who's a fiction book writer 
because that's more online with what our news is today. Yeah. It's, it's it, it would definitely come under yeah. fiction. There's a sliver of truth in it. It's like the Arthurian legend. There's a sliver of truth in it, but there's a whole lot of made-up crap. Yeah. But it's still, hey, there we go. This is this is part of what we talk about on not politically correct. Is this not only do we hit we try to talk about the issues in the way that nobody talks about the issues. And don't get me wrong, there are a few that do talk about the issues, and I do want to point out the the great radio host Mark Levin. Yeah. Realistically, if you haven't read, yeah, I'm going to plug somebody else's stuff. You ready? Yeah. If you haven't read the Liberty Amendments, you need to read the Liberty Amendments. It is a fabulous book talking about how to actually fix what's wrong with your country right now. But looking back into our sphere, we look through these things and there's giant holes in investigations. The Hillary Clinton email thing. Okay, here's the problem with all of that. Anybody else would have gotten nailed for it. No question. The only advantage she had is, hey, your buddy's the president. It's fine. Now, as this... Well, her mo- husband was ex-president. Exactly. I mean, she's surrounded by... Yeah. Yeah, she's fine. But when we look at this whole thing, we have information that says that investigation, when there was a small... It was almost a four-show investigation into the email scandal. It was finding out everything. And they were relatively told to find nothing. Yeah. Find nothing. So you have staffers destroying hard drives. Um, didn't, cell phones, right. I'm sorry. What, what was it that Nixon was going to be impeached for? Nine minutes of tape. Okay. I'm pretty sure this is much, much bigger than anything Nixon could have ever done. There is a email from Bethesda to Hillary Clinton or one way or the other. I don't remember how it was. But it refers to Justice Scalia and some wet work. Now, they talked about it, and they were like, oh, they came up with all these excuses. Well, in the world of all the agencies involved, being the DOD or the any, any three-letter agency you want. No, no, I'm, I'm really the don't only, like any of those. No, the only time the term wet work is used is when you're going to kill a guy. You're going to do a little wet work. Well, spend it however you want. I still question the death of Scalia. I question that there was never an autopsy. I question Correct. a lot of stuff about Big time. Know, one of the witnesses that said they saw a pillow over his head. His right. Bed. You know, there's just a lot yeah. of things. that These are the many things that we see where people have randomly died that were around something. Look at, and this, this kind of goes along with it, look at your surviving members of SEAL Team 6. How many are there? Not too many. Three, maybe. Three, I think. Yeah. They all died in random, mysterious ways, like yeah. one's parachute didn't open. and One was killed in an off-road vehicle accident. Right. You know, just... If you wanted to say you killed a guy and you had these guys kill a guy, but you didn't really kill a guy, how would you do it? Well, you got to make sure you get rid of these guys before they get out and they're no longer held to any real... Standard where they can't write a book about what really happened. And they're all gone. And then instead of parading bin Laden's dead body around, you, of it at sea. you do a official Muslim burial and bury him at sea. Come on. Do you think the American people are idiots? Yeah, I know. Seriously. So I remember I was live on the air 
on my show, actually on this station that I used to do, Woods and Water, and that came over, and I went, this isn't even a real thing. Now, my co-host in those days, he wasn't into news or anything else. He, he was only concerned with himself. <laughs> and he would not take the time to talk about this story. He kept rushing me on. I'm like, dude, this is a real story, and we're going to cover it. Well, as I'm reading through BBC, MSNBC, and all of the ones that pop up, I'm reading the story and going, this is a spin doctor story. Yeah. There's nothing real here. This, yeah, they, no, all no. Had, they all had the same the keywords, everything Keywords, else going. everything. It yeah. almost sounded like they were reading off a press statement with no inflection of their own. Uh, they were. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, there's our conspiracy theory of the day, folks. Bin Laden's still alive. We just got to find him. I'm cool with it. Yeah. It's fine. Bring the bounty back up. Yeah. Whatever. All right. What else we got going on, Lee? Uh, we still got like five minutes. We're oh. good. Oh, wow. We're that far in? Okay. Let's talk Let's talk about Nancy Pelosi walking in in this oh. uh, meeting. She called for the meeting to talk about infrastructure that accuses the president of a cover-up. Yes, she did. We spent $30 million to investi- investigate a cover-up. Right. We spent nothing to investigate the cover-ups in the Obama administration, but we spent $30 million to investigate a cover-up of a crime that never happened. Correct. So why is she still yelling cover-up? Honestly, what we've seen out of Pelosi over the years is nothing but pure insanity. The kind of things she comes up with, I mean, she's proven herself, even during the Obama administration, to be an idiot. Remember... She well, has, she's not Maxine Waters yet. No, no, she's not quite there. She has been in office since before Reagan. We need to remember this. There is a famous picture of Donald Trump shaking Reagan's hand. Yeah. And in that, it somebody put it at the bottom, you do realize that she's been in office since that time. Yeah. And all she did the entire time Reagan was president was what she's doing now. Now, everybody has their their few things that I'm like, man, that was a terrible idea. This was a terrible idea. Whatever. There's not a whole—whatever you want to bash Reagan for, the one thing we know is he loved his country. Yeah. He wasn't Obama. He didn't hate America. He didn't walk around and apologize for America. Remember what happened with the uh, Iran hostage thing the day he became president? Oh, the hostages all got released. Why? Because they knew he was—he wasn't going to play. He was serious. He was coming. Yeah. That was it. To to quote one of my favorite movies, he was coming and he was bringing hell with him. Yeah. <laughs> you know. That was the thing. And uh, she is she has done this for so long. That's all she knows how to do. And it is all she knows how to do. She teams up with Maxine Waters and she teams up with Cortez. And she always teams up with these extreme over the top senators. Well, what does that tell you about the people group you're in? They're a bunch of over-the-top socialist zealots, for lack of a, a better term, in a most negative way. You know, and this goes back to what I was go- want to touch on. The fact that no laws are getting passed thrills me. Oh, that I like makes that. me so as, yeah. as a libertarian, at least they're not screwing anything up. No, there's no reason to pass laws every day. The problem is, yeah, you don't have to go to Washington, D.C. and pass laws just because you were elected to no. be a lawmaker. Maybe we need to change that. You're a representative. And as my representative, go to Washington and don't pass any laws. Get rid of laws. Come on, people. That is true. 
We are going to take back your job. Definitely. We are going to talk about something pretty interesting here in our next segment. This is 1280 AM KYRO. Remember to check us out on Facebook at Not Politically Correct Radio and listen to our podcast. We'll be right back. We are back. This is Not Politically Correct on 1280 AM KYRO. Follow us on Facebook at Not Politically Correct Radio. And while you're there, check out some of our previous episodes. We are available on Spotify as well as Anchor, Google Podcasts, all kinds of things. Get on there. Also, watch our fa- follow our page so you get notifications from it because we post valid news stories all day long. All right, let's get back into it, Lee. Uh, I thought we just posted conspiracy stuff. That's what I'm posting. Oh. I, I've, I've, I've noticed, Lee. I believe me, I've noticed. I'm like, what is? Oh, what is that? Yeah, it's well, okay. Yeah. Did you see the one I posted about the Spanish flu? Yeah. I'm gonna be honest. After I read the sources, a lot of news articles don't cite sources. Yeah. These guys cited sources, and I have a hard time not kind of following the train and going yeah. with all these sources it could be true yeah. if you're curious what we're talking about go to not politically correct radio and find out on facebook yeah. all right I, I love it when some of our conspiracy sites have sources because then it you know it validates them that's that's the whole that, game that's when here. you can take it go oh okay oh yeah. so there we were talking about you know senators just making laws and nancy pelosi and saying Trump needs an intervention for his mental instability, et cetera, et cetera. Well, there's something, there's a term that I am sick of, and I want your opinion on it. I am tired of every talking head news anchor saying, our leaders. Now, I would like to point out that this is the republic. We have no leaders. We have chosen representative government to go and represent the views of the district of people for which they represent. We have no leaders. We at one point did have a leader. His name was King George. Yep. We overthrew him and told him this stuff's ours. Take a hike. If you actually believe we have leaders, then you may want to reevaluate where your government is right now. Because they're leading us down the wrong path, down a really dark path. I mean, we could listen to Jefferson Airplane for a while here, and we'd make more sense out of what path we're going down. Yeah, uh, you know what we were talking off air. Yeah, and this is what people need to listen to. Anytime you hear a politician say one world order, or says this policy is going to affect another nation, globalism. Run. They're they're yeah. globalists. Globalists or socialists. Yes, they, they are. When they say a one-world order, they want the U.N. to dictate how we run our country. That's that not going to happen over my dead body. No, no, there's not a chance. This, this is one of the dangers. They refer to Trump, and they referred to Reagan, Reagan as isolationist. Or, or nationalist. Or nationalist. Now, in this modern world of these social justice warriors, I'm going to be honest, I hate social justice warriors. They annoy me beyond all that's possible. They have gone on and on and on and on about how bad nationalism, white male nationalism, shut up. That is what I have to say to the social justice warrior. Shut up. We are all tired of hearing your continual rhetoric. The reason we're tired of hearing it is most of us have a really good idea how to successfully move our country 
in positive ways. I'm tired of hearing move forward. Move forward leads you to the path of socialism and progressivism. Yep. We're not talking about moving forward. We're talking Progressivism, I think, is a mental illness. I really I, do. You know, with the things I've seen out of it, I, I would say it has to be. Okay, but while we're on the thing of progressivism, liberalism, they, liberalism originally applied to people like you and me. I did. Who are, you know, basically for liberty. Yeah, pretty much. And the socialists came along and co-opted the term. Oh, they did. They make it socially acceptable. Well, people have finally got the, they don't like to be called liberals, so now they want to be called progressives. They're just taking one step farther. Every time they change that name, they're getting closer to their end game. Right. That's what you got to be watching for. If they change progressivism to something else, they're getting close, folks. They are. And and that's the whole thing that's happened in the last 25 to 30 years in America is we just keep renaming things knowing that people won't understand what we actually are, what these groups actually are. Well, that was like right to work. <laughs> it is <laughs> Have you heard the new catchphrase part? Now they've taken they're they're getting they've totally gotten away from right to work. No, what is it now? Uh, freedom to choose. Okay. You already have that choice. You have the right when you go into a shop. Yes, you do. You can pay just the union representation fees but not have to pay anything else. Right. To work in a union shop. Correct. And that's what a lot of people don't understand. And the whole idea of right to work was to break a union. Well, unions kind of set the pay scale. Yeah, they do. Like, hate them or like them. They just immediately take me back to the workers' party. Yeah. And that's all it does. And I'm like, no. But, I, I, over I, but the, the general population of the unions, yep. the, the, the rank and file, are good people. Yes, they are. It's just the socialists have taken over the top. They have. I mean, look at let's let's look at this logically. I was furious. Now, you know, I've been a paramedic for years. So obviously I have worked for some ambulance districts, ambulance services that were heavy union and there was no way you were getting out of paying the fee. If you're doing something, I don't mind paying. What sends me over the edge, however, is when I find out that my union, you know, backed Bernie Sanders, or my union gave millions of my dollars to Hillary Clinton. I have an issue with that. It's very similar to the representation. Again, once again, you're not you're not representing the the worker at at all. You're you've taken over the top of an organization, and now you're doing crazy stuff again. Come on. And, and we see this through all different aspects. You know, we see it in, in so many things. Now, let me, let me throw something out here for you. Now, I saw something this week, and it really kind of, it really kind of sent me over the edge. Now, this is dumb, and I'm just going to say now it's dumb. Now, we all, we all at one point or another said, man, Batman's a cool guy. Right, whatever. Yeah, just, ta- uh, you, just know. you know, take it for what it is. Yeah, okay. I'll go with it. All right, well, there, I, I, there is... Yeah, I, I saw a fine coming if I opened my mouth much yeah, farther. Yeah, you know, you know I'm leading around to something. Yeah. yeah. There is a network called the CW, TV network. Yep. They have taken every major comic book legend, for lack of a thing, which most of the millennials are fans of, and they have 
inserted this over-the-top feminism into them. Currently, Batgirl, yep, is now the, the new show on CW. She is a raging lesbian. Okay, whatever. That's not what I'm going after here. Pretty much every single episode. I watched some clips that a guy did of it. So you're preventing me from going over the top here. I can tell. I am. <laughs> every single clip she has done that I have seen on this, all she does is man bash the entire time. Now. <sighs> See, she wouldn't be here if it wasn't for uh Oh, of course. But we all know that's that's irrelevant. Because nobody cares about factual things. There, if you remember in the '90s when the when the heavy "I don't need a man" feminism was out. Yep. Okay, there was just generalized man hating. Dude, I hate feminism. Now, let's say as a reasonable libertarian like myself, I'm not going to pay you less because you're a chick. I'm not going to say, "Hey, you can't do that job." If you can physically do the job, whatever the job, I don't care what the job is, anything in the world. If you can do the job, I don't care. I don't care. But what I can't stand is your blatant, in-my-face feminism all the time. It makes me insane. I'm not, I don't, I'm not really sure who you're even going after now. Who, who are you rising against at this point? No one. Because for the most part, people have the same opinion I do. I've worked with female medics. I've worked with chick firefighters. They do fine. It's fine if that's what you want to do. Cool. Good for you. Now, it's just like if we look at it the other way. Not every guy you meet can strap on fire gear and go be a fireman. Not every woman you meet can strap on gear and go be a fire chick. But in reality, what we have is this over-the-top, in-your-face, I'm going to call it neo-feminism. Because it's not so much man-hating as just let's make fun of these guys unbelievably forever. Okay, that's it. That's all I got for that. Yeah. If you, uh, yeah. All right. You know, the whole thing is, I believe in equal pay. For yeah, it's fine. Work. You know, sure. If you, you know, I got no problem paying anybody a fair wage. Anybody, I don't, but I don't I'll care. Be damn, if I want the government to walk and say I, you know, one of the most yep bizarre things, the most detrimental things. Was the minimum wage? Yes, it was because the minimum wage was part of the child labor law. Yep, and it was to keep people from taking advantage of kids working after school and stuff like that. They don't yep. realize it was never meant to be a living wage or anything else. And I'll be damned if I'm going to pay a living wage to somebody that can't even strap on his shoes, no, pull his, keep his pants pulled up. No, I'm not. I'm not going to. And that's that's the problem. What we're seeing right now in some of these cities that have you know this uh, fight for 15 act. Yeah. Well, what what you always find is people who are for a higher minimum wage typically are in a uneducated socioeconomic background. They're normally extremely broke, and they believe that making more money in their paycheck will give them more money. But what they don't understand is the cost of goods sold, which means where milk cost you $2.39, now it costs you $5.15, and all prices rise, so your actual percentage of pay goes down. It does every single time. Because even if you get a $5 an hour raise, if the price of everything you buy goes up, you're still going to be spending more and you're going to be broker, I'm sorry, more <laughs> broke 
well, with just hey, this is politically incorrect. with just as with with more money in your account, but everything costs so much more. I can't stand these minimum wage things. They make me crazy. As a guy who's had reasonably high paying jobs, it also really ticks me off when I'm making, let's say, uh, $18 an hour and suddenly minimum wage keeps going up, but my pay doesn't go up. Yeah. Well, hold on. I'm skilled labor. I, I didn't just I didn't just graduate from high school. I, you know, et cetera, et cetera. It's ridiculous because nobody understands the root of basic economics, which is if the workers get paid more, the food costs more, everything costs more. I am not against paying people what they're worth. In our region, we have four or five paramedic schools that crank out new paramedics every six months. Now, it takes about two years to go to paramedic school. It's quite expensive. Do you think I'm going to work on an ambulance for $12 an hour? There's not a chance. But because your demand is or your supply is so high and your demand is so low, well, let's be honest. As a business, I understand why you do it. Yeah. But this is what we see in all of these different facets of employment throughout the United States. It's a dangerous path we've gone down. Look at the inflation that we've gone through since 1994. That wasn't that long ago, yeah. Lee. No, we're talking massive, massive inflation. Vehicles today are sixty thousand dollars for in a 90, car. In ninety four, sixteen thousand was a lot of money. It was, it really, really was. In uh, seventy four, you could buy a brand new car for about a thousand or about ten thousand dollars. Exactly, and that was a high end car. What we have seen happen is. Even though people always play it off as, oh, you know, pr- blah, prices just go up. No, that's called inflation. And each day that goes by, we are moving closer and closer to one of my favorite words. Do you know what it is? Nope. Hyperinflation. Because we're not far. It's not going to happen under this president. It, no, it won't happen now because the GDP's up. Right. The hyperinflation only happens when you have negative GDP. Correct. And we were real close We got to that. real close to it. Yeah, that was scary. If a crazy borderline socialist president is elected, we will probably see hyperinflation in our country. In other words, our money's worthless. Yes. When Zimbabwe collapsed in the early 2000s, their money became worthless overnight. Yeah. Zimbabwe was a decent African country with a lot of money, a lot of resources, and they lost everything in one night. All of it was worth nothing in the morning. These are the things that we talk about. You know, I hear people say, I'm not into politics. I don't You need to be. You need to be into politics because it affects your, oh, it affects your life, liberty, and pursuit of happiness. Oh, look what I did there. Yeah, but you know what the the whole thing is? The pursuit of happiness got changed because it was originally property. Yes, it was. And that is so important to point out because the true cornerstone of a free people is personal property and that got changed because people felt that that it was offensive to the former slaves that's right if we look back we can see things in history that are not correct it truly does read life liberty and property because those are the three fundamentals that you must have for a truly free people to be able to own property to be able to live and say the government wanted to get rid of the word property, so it would be easier for them to confiscate it. Of course. 
And we've so. seen that now for years and years and years, things yeah. just being randomly confiscated for no apparent reason. Fortunately, the Supreme Court has overturned that uh, uh, the DEA seizure law, which I think is correct. Long overdue, and it well, was right. It is because that was depriving people. Oh, wait people. a minute, the DEA. Oh, that was one of those yeah, three-letter yeah. things yep, again. Yep. I, it was depriving people of due process. You have not been charged with a crime, or you've been, been charged. charged. You have not convicted of a crime until you are found guilty. At that point, then if the guy's got a bunch of properties from drug sales, then seize it, sell it, make some money. But up until that point, but they have to prove the you, property came and you've got to prove it. Yeah, and, and that was what they were not doing. No, they were, they were assuming a lot of time. They were. Lee, are we out of time? Yeah, buddy, we're we're out of time. Uh, um, well, let me take us out of here. Well, let's we'll we'll, we'll go over a minute. Oh, okay, so we can let's give take them. a minute. Yeah, we got to yeah. get our. Okay, if you would like to sponsor this show, yes. I know where he was. Yep. Heading. If you'd like to sponsor this show, you can call or text either one of us. I am Andrew Dodd. It is six three six three five eight zero nine nine two. And I'm Lee Thompson at 314-409-0336. And texting probably works best yeah, for both fine. of us, and we'll get right back with you Definitely. as soon as we're available. Listen, if you can, um, follow our page on Facebook. It is Not Politically Correct Radio on Facebook. And please go there and listen to what we do. You can find all of our shows on podcast. They're all available there on every platform of podcast. Just scroll through. You can listen all the way back to episode zero. And have a great time listening to what we have to say. Yeah. All right, Lee. Hey, I'm Lee Thompson, and for Andrew Dodd, uh, you've been listening to Not Politically Correct on 1280 AM KYRO. See Good you next day. week.